Garfiri Jefem. What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about three dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we're not about that at all today. <laughs> uh, first off, it's just me by my lonesome, and I am all by myself. I'm just podcasting all by myself again. I can't sing. I can't sing. If you take me to karaoke, I'm going to crush beers and destroy your ears. Okay? So don't take me to karaoke. I cannot sing. But uh, yes, I am here all by my lonesome. Tom and Jeremy are not here. Uh, Tom is MIA. We can't find Tom. Uh, He's been spotted in parks drinking. It's 9.30 in the morning on Friday, and uh, yeah, he's probably in a park somewhere drinking. (laughs) If I know our time, yes, he's in a park somewhere, either starting or finishing up or uh, in the middle of drinking. And Jeremy right now is doing something pretty exciting. He is uh, on his way to Osaka, and he's going to be visiting Comic-Con. Yes, Osaka Comic-Con is this weekend, and it is going to be incredible. If you're in Japan, make sure you go to Osaka Comic-Con, because you cannot go wrong. We've got some friends of the show that are going to be there exhibiting their work. Uh, Sean Ellis from Dose Comic. He's got a table there. And uh, yeah, when you go there, buy his comics, say hello, tell him. Got Fit of Japan sent you. And uh, yeah, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. It's going to be an amazing weekend for that. And uh, oh, also, if you are in Osaka, definitely go to Space Station. Space Station is one of my favorite bars here in Japan. And um, yeah, it's spectacular. They got every video game you can think of. You sit down, you order a $5 beer, 500 yen beer, and you play Mario Kart or Tekken. And you make a lot of friends and you beat their ass at Tekken. <laughs> it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. You got to do it. It's so cool. It's like one of the, the, the beautiful gems of Japan. Space Station in Osaka. Don't forget and uh, yeah, and I'm drinking coffee right now because A, it's uh, it's 9.30-ish in the morning. And uh, yeah, also I have got my Tokyo Art Tank art exhibition happening next week. And I've got so much to do. There is just so much to do for Tokyo Art Tank. Um, I'm, whoa, I should probably turn that off. Um, I'm in charge of 25 artists. I'm flying in uh, the artist Jesse from Paris, France to Japan to exhibit his artwork. I've got, uh, throughout the week, I've got free yoga classes, free drawing classes, a free Neo NFT workshop, free photography workshop, a free concert. I've got all sorts of stuff that's happening at Tokyo Art Tank. And um, yeah, if you are alive on planet Earth, definitely come down to Tokyo Art Tank and say hello and uh, definitely buy some of my paintings. 
Uh, oh my gosh. But uh, yeah, there's just so much to do. There's just so much work. Oh, I'm so stressed. I'm so spread out. But it's all good. It's all good. It's going to be it's going to be so, so cool. So uh, anyway, I can't drink alcohol. There's absolutely no way I can get faded at night or at 930 in the morning. There's no way that's going to happen. Uh uh-uh. uh. And I can't be hungover in the morning or a zombie in the afternoon because the thing is, it's just like I've got so many like right there. That that ting that you just heard, that is uh, one of the yoga instructors sending me a really long email that I just can't read right now that I don't want to read, but I will have to read and reply to and probably make a phone call and possibly have a meeting later on. So I just can't drink. There's no way I can get faded. Absolutely not. So I've been drinking a lot of coffee, water, milk, uh, coffee, water, milk. Uh, oh, um, I did have some Virgin Bloody Marys, <laughs> which is basically like spicy tomato juice. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. You know, after like five or six of them, I was kind of missing not getting faded, but whatever. It was cool. But anyway, uh, during Tokyo Art Tank, I will be I will be drinking. So uh, yeah, come by, buy me a beer, say hello. And all that information for Tokyo Art Tank is going to be down in the show notes. Go click on one of the links down there and I'll see you at the show. Say hello. And um, let's see. I think that's about it. And uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to do a show today because I am very, very, very busy. And uh, the two other guys, uh, God knows what they're up to. Well, Tom, well, well, Tom, I know where Jeremy is, but uh, Tom, I have no idea. And uh, yeah, so, but anyway, the last time we didn't do a show for two weeks, you guys complained. You sent emails, threats. It was crazy. I felt really bad. I was like, oh my God, so many people depend on Got Fit in Japan. I got to make a show. There's no way we can have like another week with no episodes. So I'm doing this early in the morning, drinking my coffee just so you guys can, uh, you know, hang out with us and get faded. Uh, I won't get faded, but you can get faded. And uh, yeah, uh, and listen to the news. And and so I've got four really amazing, uh, or amazing, I got four really interesting uh, articles, news articles that I'm going to read to you guys. So sit down, grab your favorite drink, and uh, enjoy these news articles. Okay, let me just pull these bad boys up. Okay, here we go. I'm going to have to adjust this monitor. Give me two shakes of a lamb's ass. Hold on a second. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, faders. Story number one. Hold on a second. Let me just... Mm -mm 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 -mm. Coffee time. Okay. Tokyo Massage Parlor robbed by customer. Well, apparently there's no happy ending for this massage. A man who had been a customer at a massage parlor in Tokyo on Wednesday returned about an hour later and robbed the establishment at knife point. According to police, the incident occurred at around 4 p.m. at the massage parlor near Kanemaecho subway station in Ikebukuro district. The man who was described as being in his late 20s had been a customer that afternoon and left at around 3 p.m. He then returned at 4 p.m. and threatened the Chinese woman at the reception desk with a knife demanding money. Be careful, he's loose as a goose and ready to rumble. The woman sustained a minor neck wound when she refused, but then handed the man 20,000 yen, aka $200, and then he took her cell phone. 
which is pretty freaking dumb because, uh, yeah, uh, you can track cell phones. Even if you turn a cell phone off, it can be tracked, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they catch this guy soon. And um, why would you rob a massage parlor? How much money do they make? It's kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she, maybe she gave him like one of those like uh, skin burns, where like you know you rub too quickly or something like that, and I don't know, it burns or something. Maybe she used something that pissed him off, some kind of like oil that made him smell like coconuts. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> she used some massage oil that smelled like coconuts, and then he went back to his office or his school or wherever, and everybody started making fun of him, like, "Hey, coconut boy! Hey, ball boy! Coconut! You go to Hawaii or something? You smell like coconuts, you jerk!" <laughs> and then he was pissed. <laughs> mm. I gotta admit, though, Chinese massages in Japan are amazing. Are absolutely amazing. Oh my gosh, it's really hard not to fall asleep. So uh, yeah, definitely, if you're in Japan, get a massage. They are incredible. Oh my goodness, but don't don't do what this guy did. Yeah, leave your knife at home. Okay, next story. Men steal safe from home of company executive in Gifu Prefecture. This story took place in Gifu. Gifu, Gifu, Gifu. Gifu Prefectural Police are searching for the whereabouts of four men who broke into a private residence and stole a small safe on Tuesday. The incident occurred at around 2.15 p.m. at the home of a 75-year-old company board member in Ogaki City, Gifu Prefecture. Kyoto News reported. Police said the intruders threatened and insulted the man, forcing him to show them where his safe was. Huh. Sounds like an inside job. The victim called 110 as soon as the four men left, and police said adding that he sustained minor injuries to his face. According to police reports, the victim does not know the amount of money stored in the safe. The thieves also stole several items of precious metals from the house. They stole my lawnmower! <laughs> it's usually the biggest piece of precious metal somebody owns, a lawnmower. Um, at around 3.20 p.m., the officer in a police car noticed a suspicious white van wagon and pursued the vehicle. The station wagon rear-ended another car along the road near the Anpachi town and kept going. End of story. Um, I'm going to assume that that van had the safe and the four bad guys inside. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go for broke and say that's what happened. Oh, my gosh. Now, that's pretty interesting, a safe. Who has a safe these days? If you have money, you keep the money in a bank and you use an ATM card or a credit card. That's what everybody does. Nobody has money at their house anymore. Oh, wait, how old is this guy? Ah, uh, He's 75 years old. He's old school. Of course, he's got a safe. And he's an executive of a company. Yeah, 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 he's got a safe. But how do you break into a safe? How do you, have you guys ever seen a safe before? Safes are big. They're like having like a huge boulder in your house, a big, huge black or gray, ugly boulder, you know? They don't, safes don't look cool and they're huge and they're heavy and, and they're really, really, really hard to open if you don't have a combination or a key or something. So if these guys just stole this safe and they, they put it in the back of their truck or whatever, their van, their getaway van, dude, that is crazy. They're going to take that safe somewhere and they're going to be like, all right, now we got a safe full of money, hopefully. How do we open it? Are they going to have baseball bats and crowbars and shit? And I don't know, maybe they're going to try to set it on fire. I don't know. How do you open a safe? I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe you go to YouTube. Maybe there's a YouTube page like Safe Crackers 
.com or something. I don't know. I don't know. Who steals a safe? That's crazy. This is an old school crime, dude. I swear to God. Okay. Speaking of old school, let's uh, move forward to our next story. <clears throat> Buddhist monk arrested for beating woman with wooden stick in one of my favorite parts of Japan, Niigata. Oh my God, I love Niigata. Niigata is gorgeous. It's beautiful. The people are friendly. The food is delicious. The, the Nihonshu, the sake is amazing. The air is so fresh. Niigata is great, especially if you like snowboarding and skating. And um, uh, they've got some great skateboard parks up there too. Yeah, Niigata is gorgeous. Definitely check out Niigata. Okay, so wait, let's see here. Buddhist monk arrested for beating woman with wooden stick. Wait, Buddhist monk arrested for beating woman with wooden stick? Man, you gotta be a super dick to piss off a monk in Japan. Usually they're the most peaceful, happy, go-lucky kind of people. And they're usually overweight, just kind of bouncing around and stuff. I mean, monks are really cool people. So I don't know, this woman is probably, I'm gonna say she's in the wrong. <clears throat> Police in Niigata City on Tuesday arrested a 36-year-old Buddhist monk on suspicion of assaulting a woman in her 30s by beating her with a wooden stick. I didn't even know you could arrest a Buddhist monk. I thought they were kind of like special, you know, because they're so holy or something. I don't know. Anyway, according to police, the incident occurred on a sidewalk in a residential area at around 2 a.m. Tuesday. Oh, 2 a.m. Shit. Shit. This woman was wasted. Oh my God. I know what happened. Probably this Buddhist monk was somewhere praying and chanting or doing something with incense. And this woman, she left the bar. It's two o'clock. You know, she's walking around, probably going home or going to a station or something. She sees the monk. She starts rubbing his head, slapping his belly, trying to get some good luck out of him or something. And that guy just wasn't having it. Not on that day. Not on that day. So yes, yes. Monks are generally very friendly. They're wonderful, great people. But don't fucking piss them off. <laughs> Leave them alone. Okay. Local media reported that a passerby called police and said that a man was repeatedly beating a woman about the head and neck with a holy wooden stick. You think it had holes in it or do you think it was holy? H-O-L-Y. That I think that I don't know. Okay. Police rushed to the scene and detained the man. The woman was taken to the hospital to be treated for minor spiritual injuries. Oh, who wrote this? A police said, this may be a good luck thing, I guess. I don't know. Beaten by a monk with a wooden holy stick. I don't know. <laughs> That's not how I get good luck. All right. Uh, police said the monk had admitted to the charge and that he and the woman knew each other. And they said that they are questioning both of them about the source of the trouble between them. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to say the woman was probably in the wrong. Two o'clock in the morning, leave a Buddhist monk alone, especially if you know him. Don't, don't, if you see a Buddhist monk, you, you, you bow, you smile, you say, Konnichiwa. If you go to a shrine, you know, they got the little lucky charm things, buy one of those, say hello, you know, and just leave them be, you know, I mean, they're doing God's work. All right, moving forward. Wait. Do they believe in God? I don't know. They're doing spiritual work. Leave them alone. Okay, moving forward. Okay, is this the last story? Do we have one more? Oh my goodness, this is the last story. I'm reading four stories. Okay, and I'm going quite quickly because I've got very strong, delicious Japanese coffee. I think this coffee's from Okinawa. Mmm. Yummy. 
Okay, here we go. Last story. Last story for you. Shoplifting suspect bites two employees at convenience store. Oh my God. Mark my words, faders. This is the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. Police in Nagoya have arrested a 42-year-old woman, a.k.a. Zombie, on suspicion of robbing and assaulting after she bit two convenience store employees while she was trying to flee after she allegedly shoplifted some items. Allegedly? Hmm. According to police, the incident occurred at a family mart convenience store in Naka Ward just before 7 p.m. on Tuesday, Kyoto News reported. Police said Mayumi Yumeyomura, whose occupation is unknown, I think she's a zombie, that's a job, is accused of shoplifting six items, including a rice ball from a store. I wonder if that rice ball was brains flavored. I bet it was. After failing to pay for the items, she headed to the store's eat-in area on the second floor and started to eat the rice ball that was probably brain-flavored. When she was approached by two male employees, Yumura tried to flee. In the scuffle, she bit the hands of two employees who are now zombies. Oh, my God. Following the arrest, Yumura did denied the allegations. Police quoted her as saying, brains, quote, I didn't do anything. <laughs> okay, according to conv- the convenience store, wait, according to the convenience store, Yumurda is a habitual shoplifter and apparent zombie. I knew it, she's a zombie. Oh my God, faders. Well, okay, mark my words. This is just the beginning of the end. The zombies are here. The Walking Dead is real. Lock your doors, shut your windows, stay inside, and uh, yes, uh, keep your brain on the inside. And don't get bit. Whatever you do, do not get bit. Or get any zombie blood on you. That's horrible. That's bad. Zombie blood is just as bad as being bit. You know, once you get bit or you get some blood in your eye or something like that, you become a zombie. Next thing you know, you're walking around 24 hours a day. It's great exercise, but I mean, it's really bad for the skin. I mean, just kind of sags and falls off. Bad, 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 bad. Anyway, faders, thank you very much for tuning in to this very special episode of Got Fit in Japan. Mmm. And uh, yes, uh, let's see. How can you support the show? Well, first things first, you can support our sponsors, a.k.a. me, The Spilt Ink. <laughs> Go to The Spilt Ink. Buy one of my paintings. I got two paintings behind me. I got, uh, I'm got. i going to have t-shirts up there on my website. It is fantastic. Also, we've got many other sponsors. We've got uh, Soul Food House, Harry's Sandwich Company, Mitsuya Liquors. We've got uh, Eight Stars American Bar in Fukuoka. That's Jeremy's Bar. Check that out. And uh, yeah, definitely support them. Uh, it really helps us out. And also, if you want to you know, go the extra mile, you can for free go to YouTube. Yes, go to YouTube and subscribe. It costs you nothing. Subscribe, watch a couple of videos from beginning to end. And actually, we need more like hours, like I guess view hours. So go to YouTube, subscribe, and just watch one of our videos and enjoy one of our videos and then watch it again and watch it again and then just play all our videos. Just just play all of them on repeat so we get those hours. We need that. We want to get that YouTube money. Once we get that YouTube money, we can retire. And once we retire from our day jobs, man, I'm going to podcast all day, every day. You're going to have 24-7 Johnny and the gang, I guess. Johnny and the gang. That should have been the name of the podcast. Johnny and the gang. 
<laughs> also, we've got Patreon. We're on Instagram. We're on you. YouTube. We're on TikTok. We're all over the internet. Just Google Got Fit in Japan and you're going to find all of us and all the stuff that we have. Or you can go down in the show notes and uh, yeah, we're all there. We're all there. It's all there. So um, yeah, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Fit in Japan. Sorry, but not sorry that Jeremy and Tom are not here. Jeremy's in Osaka, Kamakan, Osaka, and Tom is probably outside that park over there, Drake. Is that him? <laughs> that would be funny if I saw him. He's like, eh. But yes, uh, um, cool. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, have a wonderful golden week and uh, see you soon. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yapu. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. 
These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good. It looks good. And it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. My little brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.